show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show, in the Yard, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck, Zach, Tony Kirk along with you this afternoon on the Thursday, or in our case, the Friday version of the show, since uh, there's no Friday afternoon presentation tomorrow. We, uh, or if you're, next Friday, either. Or, or next Friday. Or, <laughs> Friday. or any Friday in the new year. In year uh, 20, we have uh, put that to rest. It's, we've laid it out. We're, we're, you know, public, public schools are talking about going four days a week. That may not happen in the city. A lot of them in the, in the outlying areas have already done it. We're giving it a try. See if we like uh, it. So far, yes. It's we positive. Are, yes. So far, nothing but good things to say about Fridays off here on Leaving the Yard. Yeah. Uh, we got a big show for you today. Uh, some of you may be tuned in thinking they're going to get some Texas High basketball. Not tonight's game. They had the early start time, the makeup uh, game for the weather against Mount Pleasant, 5 o'clock to early. Key shoot. He's actually got another job, a real job. Job is in the way of his uh, announcing yeah. gig. So tomorrow, Tigers are going to be on the radio, not tonight. So uh, we apologize for Which that. Is but just as well, considering the opponent. Mount Pleasant's having a very nice year. <laughs> yes, they are. I don't think either the boys or girls there have lost this year. Have they, they have not. They are both unbeaten. I think they're combined. Like what? Are they fifty and zero now? Something I think it's something like, like that. that. It's, uh, it's a stupid number. It's gaudy and so uh nobody likes them when it's all gaudy it's what it used to look like when you were playing baseball at hooks back in the day i had a lot of those 50 and 0 kind of years back then you're talking to and joining us live is, is probably one of those key components of those behemoth kind of seasons at hooks matt riddle who's also also the uh, the voice of the uh, arkansas high razorbacks here on our sister, our family of stations, rather. He's in studio today. He's in playing shape, and we need you in playing shape this weekend. First of all, first of all, good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see y'all. What have you been up to? Working. Calling basketball Pull that, pull that mic up. Act like you've actually been on the radio before. I thought uh, my voice would be it's not, coming out. It's not. That beard's in the way. <laughs> it filters it all. Not working, man, and uh, calling basketball games for Arkansas High. So, it's a good deal. Staying busy. It's a new cap. No, it's the same cap I had last year. Well, I've never seen that cap. Are you trying to say you want one? Given, I'll give you one. I'm not going to away. He gives them away. Who actually roots for the Razorbacks? And it's you know it's it's a Legion hat, not yes, uh, Arkansas not, University right, of Arkansas right. Razorback hat. What's wrong with you? It was an Arkansas Razorbacks hat. <laughs> It was but your it was, Legion it was cap. My Legion hat. It was a good looking cap. My brother and all <laughs> made a comment. He liked it. I said, "Okay, it's yours." Oh, I won't give away a cap. I'll make sure I, I get I you. Know you don't, but I'll make sure I get yeah, you. Yeah, I, won't I, have to, I may have to make one special for Tony. Yeah, I got a special one for Tony <laughs> too. Got a T <laughs> yeah. on it for Tony. Yeah, there you go. Orange is there. You go. Maybe like a really orange. How about that? I think that's allowed. <laughs> Sacrilege is what that is. Anyway, we're teasing this kind of thing because uh, Saturday, are you really, you're back on the diamond? Yeah, we are. There's going to be a bunch of us back on the diamond. They dug up some old guys for this thing, didn't they? <laughs> well, they didn't <laughs> dig them up. They're not the ones that are past. <laughs> I think there's 36 of us. That are, now tell everybody what you guys are doing this week. So uh, Saturday, out at uh, Hook's new turf baseball field um we're gonna have the first alumni game that we have had since i think 2014 wow. i think was the last time they've had one um coach tony Hyatt called us the other day and was talking to it about it and asking if we'd be interested in doing one and i'm normally that guy that always gives him a hard time like well, sure when are you gonna do alumni game? right because i was in the military whenever the last time they did it so i couldn't come in and play well once i got out they stopped doing it so because uh, Texas has some crazy rule that if you do it, it counts as a scrimmage game or, you know, some kind of rule that they have off of it to where it, it uses one of their games. If you're playing the actual kids Correct. that are on this year's team. And that's what they were planning on doing was putting a team together of alumni, playing against right. the varsity baseball right. team. Uh, however, he ended up getting a great turnout on how many people responded and actually wanted to do it. And so we've got 36 guys, and we're just going to put 
two teams together, a team blue and a team white. We're going to start at 1 o'clock. Little, I'm worried about that. It sounds like he got enough players <laughs> until the hammies get pulled. He's already made it clear that when he's – I gave him the advice on this part, is when you're doing the announcements and you're announcing each player, right. as you call their name out, you need to get them to go up there and sign your waiver. Yeah, yeah. Because so uh, I don't know if 36 is enough to make no. it through a hey, game. He is putting 10 people in the field, though. Okay. So we're going to play it softball style, slow pitch okay. softball style. How many innings? He did say he didn't want to see me out there running, trying to chase balls down the How many field. innings? I think they're going to just do a tie time limit. I think they're going to try to do like and two and a half 15 hours. minutes. Two and a half yeah, hours. He said, he's, oh he said it's a lot because now I believe, and y'all can probably correct me, I think you talked about this the other morning that. Texas High yeah. is actually playing there that morning. Yeah. Um, and he's also looking at, I believe, Liberty Ilo and Pine Tree are wanting to try and do a scrimmage there as well after the alumni okay. game. And so I haven't heard on that. If so you guys are basically the halftime entertainment. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but the good deal is if they don't do the Liberty Ilo and Pine Tree and Hook, play, then they're going to do a home run derby for the alumni. Oh, afterwards. my <laughs> God. Before or after the game? Be after the game. So you guys are going to be. Yeah, we'll be done already. Nobody's going to hit the fence. Is that what you're telling me? Hey, Tony did tell me that the fence is a little shorter than it was, and for some out the turf's out there, the ball flies. I guess they cut a bunch of trees around it. Yeah, too, there you go. He said the ball carries out well, there. And I was going to ask you, very first thing you said, we have a game on the new Hooks yes. field turf. Correct. How weird is it to say that? Man, I would have loved to have that when we were in school. It would have taken away a lot of that field maintenance afterwards. <laughs> that, no kidding. That uh, Coach Ruth and Coach Burwell made us do every time. And so, but we played Legion ball. We played a lot of turf fields, and man, it's it's amazing. But and so I'm so hooks. glad that Hooks got it. They got that their softball yeah. field and their football field. So you're kidding me. They got all three of them that are turf now. How do they afford that? I don't know. They've got their properties right yeah. out there. <laughs> all the that we had when we were in right. school. Those schools that are worried about books and no. we're worried about sports over there. It's about the meat lab and the ball fields. And what is it? They got their their, their show cows or whatever oh, yeah. right yeah. next yeah. to the baseball fields. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have that. What did I too. tell you? It's meat lab <laughs> ball fields. Yeah. You know what they're doing out in the hooks. But it is so cool. I mean, we're going to have John McClure on at, at 5.30 this afternoon talking Texas High. And, and I know they're covetous of getting their turf field going mm-hmm. finally, especially if, after a week like this. It's amazing to think how much rain we've had this week. What are they going to squeegee off the, the, the turf over there oh, yeah. in hooks and go? And that was one of the crazy things is whenever he was talking about it, I was like, man, we got six days worth of rain yeah. coming in. And I'm like, wait. Y'all got a turf field. He's like, oh, we'll be good. That's crazy. Especially when you see what it looks like out right now, yeah. knowing that in a day and a half, there's going to be people playing on the field. That's insane. And that's what makes it worthwhile. That's oh, yeah. the reason right there. And It's going to be really beneficial for Hooks. They're going to get a lot of playoff games that are going to want to be brought there. They're going to get just like Texas High coming over and play. They're going to get a lot of people that comes out to the Hooks facilities and, and wants to utilize that turf field. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot more schools jumping to it now. So, so if we did, is it is it – Matt Riddle Field. That's what they need to name it. I'm 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 trying to figure some kind of way to work your name in there. I wonder if there's anybody on the school board is listening. Oh That's yeah, they're perfect. probably all they just turned it off at the sound of Matt Riddle Field. Yeah, if they were listening, we just lost them. Yeah, they just cranked Wait, that baby down. Yeah. Why not? I think it sounds pretty great. Now who's? <laughs> no, I saw Teddy's name on there. Teddy Hubbard. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's got he's got some arm left. Yeah. So he's going to go out and throw, I'm assuming. Yeah. Now, he actually does throw with Legion Ball. And he'll come out, and we'll do live pitching, and he'll get out and throw to the guys when, when he's helping me coach. Oh, but this is – And he can still – now, Teddy, I've actually seen Teddy hit 87, 88, and 89. Okay. On the radar still. So. Okay. But now, longevity, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be the issue. I think he told Tony he's got three batters and he's done. Three? <laughs> so – he well, you should, know that Tommy he, John's rough. Well, <laughs> yeah. They, they should have listened to that years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, you, you, you sent me the roster. I had it yep. pulled up a minute ago. I got it. Now, I'm, I'm, some of these names I know. Some of these names I don't. I wasn't, I wasn't around here for some of these guys. Now, they, they went – first of all, how did they decide? How did they decide who's on which roster? Is this just a random who's thing? Blue? 
We're looking at doing an odd and an even year. Yeah. And that's the way they've done it in the past, was they'd have odd year play against even That makes even sense. Years. I like that. However, I think it's the pitching is what they were actually having a problem with. Who can actually get out there and <laughs> Who throw? Who can still get it to the plate? And so I know in the roster he sent me, it had a bunch of – had P next to a bunch of names on there who could actually throw it. So I think he tried to kind of even them out to where – but when I look at it, it looks like it's a bunch of guys about my age against yeah. a bunch of older guys. And okay. they've got a older guys in few. Oh yeah, we. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, looking, you are? I'm looking on here and I see some 95s, 99, uh, 96, 01s. I mean, you've got you probably got five or six guys that are from 01 to 95. All right, so I'm looking at it. It looks like what Justin Welsh. Oh boy, ninety five. Probably the oldest guy. Yep. He was a dude. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. Justin Welch. You know, he was hitting cleanup for the Longhorns as a college freshman. Okay, that dude, you know, his dad was a coach, right, longtime right, right. coach there, and uh, uh, as a twelve year old, I couldn't hit him. I'm telling you, that kid, he had that hat sideways as a twelve year old playing for the Hooks Apaches and yep. uh, out there at the Woolley Park. He was a dude. Oh yeah, I mean, there's some really good names on here. Um, I mean, you look at Jeremy Barber. O one right. guy, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he actually went to the same college I went to play football at at Southeastern Oklahoma State. Uh, he went there. Um, Ronnie Dooley, big name in hooks. Brandon Greenwood, big name. Uh, Randy Taylor. Uh, Matt Bloxham. I, I know Matt Bloxham really well. Uh, let's see. Well, Matt and Mike. Yeah. They're both playing. Yeah. And, I mean, you've got Philip Moore, which I believe he is actually a coach at Hooks now, I believe. Really? Prior to Lumina, he's a coach now. Um, he was actually our bat boy whenever <laughs> I was a senior in high school. And so it's pretty quick, crazy seeing him come out yeah. and actually be the bat boy and now playing for Hooks, and then now he's coaching for Hooks. So, But then you got Kyle Fisher, Brandon Choate, uh, of course, Teddy Hubbard, uh, Brady Ridge, Aaron Bryant – Justin Choate, Earl Jenkins, Nate Allen, Jake Willis, Kevin Sipes, Zach Couch, Matt Foster, Joseph Stevens, and Xander Hill. Those are all. Xander just guy. graduated, didn't he? He's a 22 guy. See, that's yeah. not fair. And then you got, uh, we see Joseph Stevens graduated in 19. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, those are the guys that are going to be doing all the running. Uh, no question. I've done told them I want to pretty much be behind the plate or play first or okay. even coach. <laughs> well, and, and now, you know, are you 07? 07. Yep. So you're you're not really old guy. You're not really young guy. You're kind of I'm a that, tweener that guy. Mid age of being able to do something like yeah, this. Yeah, and you're not gonna, you're not getting first base. These old no. guys are getting first base. You're gonna no. be out at third, or you're gonna be that rover out in the outfield. Well, the oldest the oldest player on our team on Team Blue is actually going to be Aaron Bryant. No, Michael Boxham, which is an 05. Okay, well, that's so, just two years older than you. Yeah. So a lot of the guys are. We've got, I mean, we've got three or four 07 guys that we graduated with, and 06 are guys that we played, you know, going through the playoffs together with. The other team, they're the ones that they got the older guys. So, oh, you got to run these guys. Oh, we should. You got to uh, run. They also, got the young guys too. Well, so they've got Marquez Estelle. Yeah, another Estelle. They got uh, another one that played football. With you too. Yeah. And then you've got Slate Ruth, which is Coach Ruth, yeah. the prior Coach Ruth. You know, that's his son. Uh, he's a 19. Uh, Adam Whitlock is a 22. Blake Starrett, 17. Then your old guys that we named a while ago. All right, so if you're on the mound throwing it all, anybody going in on? All of them. We <laughs> <done that>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, is there one in particular? Is there a guy you're like, yeah, I'm going in on him? That would probably, I'd probably have to go with Matt Bloxham. You're going to go in on Bloxham? Yeah, probably. So he's probably hearing this and saying, I'm throwing, by the way. Adam <laughs> comes up. I'm going in on him. You better hope not. <laughs> Just saying. All right, we're gonna take a break. Can you hang around? Yeah. All right, we got we got to talk some Legion stuff, right? Yes. It's about that time again. Yeah, and we actually already have a tryout coming up and oh, a Legion golf tournament. See, hang on. Just hold all that thought. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. 
John McClure coming up in about 15-ish minutes. We'll talk uh, Tiger baseball with the head coach of the uh, Texas High baseball team. But right now, Matt Riddle's in studio. We've been talking about Saturday's alumni game going on in Hooks. And it's a big deal. Not the alumni game so much. It is obviously a fun thing. But the fact that Hooks is opening up this brand new field on Saturday. Texas High is playing, uh, what, who are they playing? Parkview? What, what, some uh, Louisiana school. Shreve. Captain Shreve. Captain Shreve. Captain Shreve on uh uh, on Saturday morning at 9 is really going to be the inauguration of use on this field, which is very cool. Sweet facility. Uh, nice to have a turf field in the neighborhood. We just don't have any yet around here. That's number one. You expect others will be coming shortly, but now that we got one on the ground, it's awful cool. So that's really the big deal. That's why Matt's in here. But since we've got him in here, Matt Riddle visiting. The American Legion program, uh, as you said, already going, getting off the ground again. The Texarkana Razorbacks, how many years is this now? Five? Five, for you? I think five. Five as head coach. They haven't kicked you out yet. Not yet. That's because nobody can. That's what I say. Nobody's going to volunteer. <laughs> That's it. It's all you. So what's going on this year with you guys? Mel, so we, uh, we've got some good kids coming back. Uh, we're still out in the process of... Getting out and looking, um, I added a new coach to uh, the senior team with me and Teddy Hubbard. I've uh, got Justin Sullivan, who will be helping us out now. He's done a lot of umpiring, and so that's going to kind of help out a lot. Going into strategy-wise is right. having an umpire in the dugout with us. Sure. Um, he also knows a lot about the game, and i look really looking forward to having him come out. And so all three of us are getting ready to start going out and looking. We have a tryout. It'll actually be at Hook's. On the turf field. Now we that way we didn't have to worry about weather, anything like that. No you know, kidding. might as well utilize it while we can. Uh, but it'll be on the twenty sixth of this month. All which right. will be a Sunday. Okay. And we'll start at one o'clock. So three weeks from this weekend. Three weeks from this weekend. Okay. Uh we should have a flyer going out probably this afternoon or possibly tomorrow on okay. Facebook. Uh we'll start sharing it around and everybody can share it to seize it. Um, but we'll have that going, and then we'll have our annual golf tournament. That'll be April 1st All right, the Texas oh, Canada Golf Ranch. Good day. Good day oh, for yeah. that. Heck, yeah, because I can lie about my scorecard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get penalized if you do that. No, no, That's beauty. So you guys will be where? At the, uh, did you say golf ranch? Golf ranch. Okay. Yep. We'll be at the golf ranch. It'll be $400 a team. Okay. Uh, four-man scramble, four-people scramble is what we'll have going out there. We'll have uh, lunch provided. And probably have some Sonic burritos there for in the morning and a bunch of door prizes and raffles. Hopefully get a, a, a good turnout this year. Last year was kind of rough. We had to reschedule. Uh, but hopefully this year we'll have it a little bit better. We added a team last year right around the time of getting ready for this golf tournament. And so having that third team in Texarkana for the Razorbacks kind of didn't benefit a lot because those guys didn't get a chance to really go out and get sponsors and teams right, to get in it right. and so this year we're only going to have two teams we'll have a senior team and a junior team and uh we're already getting ready to start trying to get sponsors and stuff for that tournament no what was that third team you had last year was that the college no so we actually yeah. had a young team younger one year. okay all right yeah, so we had a 19 u which is our senior team and a 17 u which was our junior and then we had a second junior team but they were mostly 14 15 year olds and so we kind of wanted to see how that went with getting some younger guys in the program earlier. Right. Kind of letting them, because they actually it makes faced, sense. They face 17-year-olds. Right. And so kind of getting some of these guys in, kind of letting them see what it's going to be like when they get to high school, what it's going to be like if they can possibly go to the next level. And so it actually worked out real well. They actually competed very well. And a lot of those guys looking forward to coming back this year. So, But they'll come back in that junior team. We'll come you. back as just a junior yeah. team. So we're right. going to just have two teams like normal. Okay. Mind everybody, Legion Ball, you guys do fundraising and all that, but this opportunity for maybe guys who's, you know, not every family can go out here and cut a check to travel ball coaches yep. and uh, all that. And Legion Ball allows kids who want to be serious about their baseball in the summer to get the opportunity to play at a high level, but families may not always be able to write those checks yep. and uh, because of the sponsorship that the legion down through the years and, and yep. fundraising activities allows these kids that opportunity and that's the one thing that we really try to do and we try to keep with legion doing it that way um, and that's why when we start harping on getting sponsorships i mean it's a big part of our program um, for instance our guys only pay 500 dollars, and that gets them through the whole summer 
they get their food provided on away games, their hotels are paid for on away games, and they're not paying tournament fees. So that money that they pay, they'll get jerseys, they do turn them in at the end of the year, they get to keep their hats. But that's a way of making a tour. You're not trying to break the bank just to get some exposure. Yeah. And, and there's um, guys around this town that grew up playing Legion ball. Mm-hmm. And, and your kids may even be involved in travel ball stuff now or whatever. But you need to give back if if you oh, took yeah. advantage of this. Because we know for years in this area, so many people benefited from the financial support of others for oh, yeah. Legion baseball. Oh, yeah. And I believe last year on the senior pro in the senior program, just for us, I want to say that we had 17 scholarships offered throughout the season. Now, granted, you know, a couple of those guys got multiple offers, but we okay. ended up having, I think, 17 scholarships that got offered just in the summer. Heck yeah. And Very so, nice. I mean, that's, and that's what we're there for. I mean, we do have some guys that are college players that can play in Legion if their age is allowing it. And, you know, a lot of the times they're wanting to either transfer out of the school that they were at or just looking to see if something else gets offered. And, I mean, we had a pretty good turnout last year and got fourth in state. And, I mean, we should have – we should have went on and won. We actually played the team that won the World Series. Uh, we actually played them in Tupelo, Mississippi in a tournament there, and we 10-run ruled them. They ended up going on and winning the whole World Series down in South Carolina. Doesn't that so, make you crazy? Oh, it did. When I was watching it yeah. on TV, oh, we can beat I was these like, guys. this team looks familiar. Yeah. I looked at them and started reading names. I'm like, we played them. So I went back in Game Changer, and sure enough, we 10-run ruled them in four right. innings. And so That's the way cool that to, game goes. Maybe they just exactly. got hot. They, they played very well, yeah. very well. But that's our ultimate goal at the end of the year is to be on ESPN2 and play on national TV and on a field made specifically for Legion. There you go. Matt Riddle joining us. So how many of you guys have aged out now? You, you obviously are losing a couple now, right? I lost six this six. year. Six. Six guys that aged out. Whoa. So, uh, and they were, they were key players. Yeah. But I also have a couple of young guys – that I've got a few years in the program right. still left. Okay. Like Braxton uh, Robertson's one of my guys. He's okay. from Genoa. Right. And he's 15. He, or I'll take that back, he's 16. So, I mean, he played underage, played with the 19U team. Sure. Did well, very well. He's probably going to be my, short, my starting shortstop this year. And he'll be 17. So, he's still got three more years of eligibility to play Legion nice. Ball. And how I look forward to it. How many kids you looking for, do you think? I normally try to carry about 16, possibly 17 on my roster. You're talking about the senior team? Yeah, for the senior okay. team. Uh, the junior team, can, they can allow 18 players okay. as well. Um, so, I mean, we, we look at about 36 players overall. All right. um, I do try to pull up, you know, I, I normally leave two spots for junior guys to bring them up for the sure. state tournament, kind of get them a little bit into seeing what it's like. Right. And so that's just kind of something I like to do for the younger Give them something to look forward to to try to earn at the end of the year. So at tryouts, how many spots do you actually think you have open? If you're I've telling people, bring 10. all your kids, and we got 200 kids, you're going to take how many, you I'm think? I'm going to probably take about 10, 10. is what I'm looking okay. for. Um, if I can pull four out of it, I mean, that's that's perfect because that's me not having to actually go out and find games right. and try to get kids right. off of it that way because it's a lot easier whenever I get them to come, come to, to you. Us. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. And remind parents, if you're listening, well, they only have that many spots. My kids are going to get on the field. Lots of doubleheaders, lots oh, of... Oh, yeah. Uh, if you can pitch, you can play. Oh, yeah, and that's the biggest thing. If you can throw, yeah. we need you. Joe's family's out of town this weekend, and yeah. he's not going to be able to make this weekend. There's going to be, if you can get on the roster, there's going to be opportunities oh, yeah. to play ball. A lot of time to shine. Uh, with 18 kids, if I did have 18 kids on my roster, you know, you're only looking at a doubleheader during the weekday. Um, that or a nine-inning game. Yep. And so, I mean, you're going to use up pitching on it. You don't want to waste your pitching for the weekend. Then the weekend comes and you're looking at playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that goes for eight weeks straight. So guys that may not pitch in a big tournament or something like that, they're going to get their time on the mound during the weekdays right. and try to earn that weekend spot, you know, and get in that starting rotation or show something else. If you're a shortstop, Throw you in a shortstop, give you some playing time, show me what you can do. You may yeah. just move yourself to a starting spot on the weekend. And you may be listening and not live in Texarkana going, well, my kid doesn't live in Texarkana. Do, you don't have that many kids that do live in Texarkana, no. do you? No. Yours are outliers. We actually had guys from Idabel, Oklahoma last yep. year. I had two kids from Idabel, Oklahoma. We've got guys from Atlanta. Um, we have a dude from Prescott, a couple guys from uh, – Northwestern, Louisiana. That's right. I remember and that. so, I mean, kind of it's from – That's region. kind of our really outskirts. Regional. And 
we bring it in. You know, we had a couple PG guys. We had a couple of Arkansas High guys. Um, so, I mean, we, we kind of get a mix of everybody, and it's we try to pick out the best player yeah. in each team, you know, or best couple of players that each team has and put them all together and let them all go at it and compete for starting nine spots on the field. Now, you had a pipeline through LE for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. You still got any LE guys? Uh, we had a couple of LE guys. I had um, I had Blair that played for him okay, last year. Right. Um, had uh, Nate Moore, one of my big guys. Bilotti was actually planning on playing with us until he ended up moving out right. of town. Um, but, you know, we normally have a few guys that come right. from the Liberty Island area. That's normally one of our schools that we do pull quite a bit of players from. What you got? Last thing? I got to get. I'm looking forward to it's baseball. It's, why are you, you know, it's that time of year where even though the high schools are taking off, pitchers and catchers report in a couple of weeks, it's just that time of year. I love oh, talking yeah. baseball this time of year. Even when it's 30 degrees outside. Yeah. And wet. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Baseball, well, it's actually soccer. It don't matter anymore with turf field. <laughs> What's your next broadcast? Uh, I think we have one tomorrow night. Actually. Tomorrow night yep. over on uh, our sister station, Real Country. Yep. 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 Who the Hogs got? I think, See, here it you go. Is, Tough I think question. it's El Dorado, I believe. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to win. I hope so. I know, right? <laughs> I know. We're due. We're it's a long for year. It's We're ready for, for some it. of these it's guys. It's a building year. New coach, new kids. Crew. Yes, yes, yes. We figured the problem out. It's uh, a new announcing crew. No kidding. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to take a break. It's good seeing you, Matt Good Riddle. seeing you. I appreciate y'all getting me in. Johnny is coming on the phone next. We'll talk to the coach of the Tigers over at Texas High when we return, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. and you are helping our community. All right, welcome back. 531. Here on the fan 1079, leaving the yard, Zach and the professor... We're going to jump uh, from uh, the greatness of Matt Riddle to even larger heights today. Oh, yeah. This is much bigger. <laughs> it's bigger than Riddle, huh? Well, bigger than Riddle, for sure. Mm-mm-mm. John McClure joining us this afternoon. He's coach of the uh, Texas High Tigers baseball team. Enjoying the weather. It's been a great week for baseball practice. You get out on that field. You slog around you field some ground you don't feel grounders because they don't roll out to you but john mcclure joining us live good to talk to you again coach good to talk to you guys i tell you what is it get any better than a late january cold and wet spell no it doesn't and uh of course as long as i've been doing it it's expected uh but you just got to make do and do the best you can with what you got available to you what you got is an indoor. You're getting some work in on the indoor. How much does it set you back, though, to not actually be out on the field? You're at your place, doing your thing, everybody in their spot where they're getting comfortable with where they're going to play. Well, I tell you, for us, I mean, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, we can do just about everything that we do on the field. Of course, we can hit fly balls and uh, have batting practice on the field, but uh, we'll hit ground balls we'll hit uh, fly balls from side to side we can throw uh the length of the indoor and the past two nights we've uh put two portable mounds in our batting cages and our pitchers thrown to live uh hitters so it's been uh i mean i think it's a little bit advantage for us uh but it's been a great deal having that for us now at the five level, do you think most coaches in East Texas have something similar, or is Texas High still an aberration? Well, I think in Northeast Texas, uh, you know, there's not a lot of schools that have an indoor facility uh, that maybe 
not necessarily as big as ours, but there are some that have some smaller uh, facilities where they can do some stuff. But as big as ours is, uh, we can do a whole lot of stuff. And uh, we're really, you know, we actually gave them today off. Uh, we've been going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday till about 6.30 or 7 and uh, getting a whole bunch of stuff done. We'll, what we'll do is we'll put them, uh, we'll have a bunch scrimmage and we'll set a machine up and we'll do live bunt reads and then we'll have a tee game which we'll get all of our outfielders and they'll hit off a tee and we'll put runners at first and second runners at second and third so as best we can do is making it uh as close to a real game uh i think it's really been great for us coach is still making those boys bunt what what kind of modern day coach are you well funny story we had a uh Kid named Cameron Rodner. Uh, he's gonna. He's a freshman this year, and he's gonna figure in with us. And uh, we were bunting the other day, and looked very uncomfortable. Uh, not real athletic, but he's very athletic, and he's you know one of the better athletes in that ninth grade group. And I asked him. I said, "Have you ever bunted in a game?" And he said, "Maybe once." So, uh, but I mean, everybody started dying laughing. But we. Uh, we're going to learn how to bunt. We're going to learn how to defend it. And, uh, you know, I think it's not like college, not like uh, professional baseball, but we're going to bunt uh, and we're going to defend the bunt. I think last year we were fortunate enough to have two games uh, where we laid down a bunt and the other team had a little trouble defending it, and we were able to win those two games in the seventh inning. Do you feel like a dinosaur even having this conversation about bunting and defending the bunt? Not at all. I mean, it's. I, I know you watch uh, Major League Baseball, and it's either a strikeout or a home run. Yeah. And the exit velo and spin rate. Uh, you know, I was talking to uh, Coach Jones from Texas A and M. They used our facility, uh, I guess Wednesday night, and we were talking about how he had to look at all these numbers and what's this and what that. And he said, you know, ten years ago, he said I can just listen to somebody swing a bat. Uh, or I can just watch a kid throw, and I know if I want them or if I don't want them. But now everything's tied into numbers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it's still baseball, and, uh, you know, you got to pitch, play defense, and be able to swing the bat. John McClure joining us live. I had a chance to watch you guys scrimmage the other day. You are a young baseball team, aren't you? We are. Uh you know, Vince Minter, uh, we were talking last week, and it's almost like starting a new program. Uh, as far as we had uh, 25 guys that have been practicing with us, uh, not all those guys will stay with us uh, as far as on the varsity. Uh, but out of those 25 guys, we've had seven guys that have practiced with us before. Uh, and so the way we practice, uh, how we practice, what we expect them to do, uh, if we're hitting on the field, if we're having pitcher fielding practice, uh, we really got to take a step back and explain everything we're doing, why we're doing it, uh, and at the same time being tough on them because there's so many kids uh, that we have this year that have never been through that before. So we had seven out of 25 guys that have ever uh, practiced with the varsity team. Well, and, and you say it, and it's a perfect way to say it, having having had a chance to stand out there for about a half hour and watch you guys and, and listen to you coaching a little bit. It, it felt very much like you had a bunch of guys that you, you say you want to be tough with, and, and you were, but you're right about having to go back and kind of talk about this is what I want you to do. I know you got – I don't care if you got two strikes or not. If you have no strikes or not, you need to be swinging on this pitch. Whether it's in there or not, I want you swinging. It felt like this is just trying to get a lot of confidence in a bunch of young men who haven't played very much. Yeah, no question. You know, this is going to be a year where uh, we're going to have to have conversations in between innings. Uh, since I've been here, we, we've always had – about half or the majority of our team back and the older guys kind of know what's doing and everybody kind of falls into place but uh, in between innings there'll be some discussions and uh, teaching them what to do what not to do Uh, from off last year's team we've got two full-time starters back uh, and one of those starters of course Cody Reese uh, major shoulder surgery uh, so we're just hoping we can get him back DH, but everybody else uh, is pretty much brand new. So uh, we're going to have to 
like I said, in between innings, uh, doing a lot more coaching, a lot more teaching. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a really good challenge. And, uh, you know, I think the future is bright. Uh, and I think we got to have a chance to be a really good team before it's all said and done. Being that young, can you even expect a kid to step up and be team leader for you guys? Or is this really going to be trying to figure even that kind of thing out? It is. Uh, leadership is a very tough quality. Uh, not a lot of kids have it. Uh, the way our team is structured, and it's just kind of an unusual year, we normally have 10-plus seniors. And this year we have six. But on the kind of the flip side of that, we had more kids that tried out. Uh, I think we had around 80 kids try out. And we've got that number down to about 55 or 56. Uh, but our senior class, uh, for whatever reason, is just very, very small. But our sophomores and our freshman group is really, really big. So as far as the leadership part of it, uh, there's going to be some – are going to have to be some guys coming from the sophomore and junior class, which is always difficult to do, uh, to find that sophomore that junior to kind of be the bell cow, be the leader of the team. Uh, but just with the, the way our team is structured – uh, some of those seniors will step up, but at the same time, there's going to have to be some sophomores and juniors that are ready to step up and take leadership roles as well. Coach, I know you don't have much varsity experience, but you've got a lot of kids that are playing a lot of baseball. That can be good and bad. What's what's the good and bad of that? Because I, I know they play a lot of ball now growing up. Uh, as a varsity coach, give us a perspective on that. Well, like you said, there is good stuff and there's not so good stuff. Uh, the good side of, of it is they're seeing a lot of different situations. Uh, they're seeing different pitching or they're pitching to different hitters. Uh, so that aspect of it is good. Uh, but as far as high school baseball and probably even college baseball, you're trying to win a lot of ball games. And uh, in the select baseball, the travel ball model, uh, it's more about what did I do? I mean, if I had hit four singles and we lost the game, well, that's a good day. Uh, we're on the other side of that. If I had one single uh, and I bunted once and I hit and run and moved the guy from first to second and our team won five to four, well, that's a good day for the team. So there, there is a lot of good and a lot of bad to it. Uh, you know, I you know, tell them all the time, you know, we're here to win a lot of baseball games. Uh, some of your summer tribal league teams there's going to be 11 guys on the team and everybody's going to play uh and you've got to earn the right to play here where we have anywhere from we'll probably have 17 to 19 kids on our varsity um some guys may be defensive replacements late in the game only some guys may be called a bunt and we really kind of stress you know find your part if your role is to be a courtesy runner, then be the best you can at it. If your role is to come in and bunt late in the game or maybe pinch hit with runner on third base, less than two outs. So there is a lot of difference uh, between summer ball, travel ball, and high school baseball. And, uh, you know, I, there's good and bad about it. I'm not totally against it, and I'm not totally for it, but I do see both sides of that as well. Is it harder to get kids these days to buy into you're going to have a role, and your role may not be on the diamond six of the seven innings? You may only have this slice of time that you're out there, but it helps us as a group for you to do that. Is that a hard sell for a lot of these guys now, or do you think it's it's like it's always been? I think it's a very tough sell. You know, the way that society is, uh, you know, social media, you get two hits in a summer ball game in July and, you know, you post it on Facebook, you post it on Twitter and all that stuff and everybody sees it. Uh, but it is difficult to get guys to understand that, hey, this is your role. Uh, this is the part of the team that you're going to play. Uh, and one of the questions I ask uh, our guys, I usually ask every group that comes through uh, as far as the seniors are concerned, I always ask them uh, kind of toward the middle of the end of the year about talking about how important high school baseball is, I always ask them, how many of you cried at your last summer league game? And, of course, nobody raises their hand. And then I'll say, well, I'll tell you what, when we make this final out, whenever that may be, for Texas High, you're going to cry your eyes out because we practice every day. You're around those guys every day. It's that team camaraderie. Uh, and it's just kind of one of the big differences uh, between, you know, summer baseball, high school baseball is they're really going to miss playing high school baseball more than they'll miss playing summer baseball. 
Coach, you know, the model in high schools typically been you get you a couple of pitchers that are your starters and you, you hope their arms last all year and you ride them and all. At the we're seeing these one-inning guys. Is any of that trickling down to high school ball where we're seeing more pitchers and guys that are just pitching one or two innings? No, I, I really don't see that a lot at the high school level. Uh, you know, early in the years in the tournaments, and then you'll play maybe a midweek game, uh, you may throw seven or eight different guys. And you're taking a look at them, you're evaluating them. Uh, but you can look at just about any high school. Once they start district, uh, they're rarely throwing over five guys. And they'll maybe have a Tuesday starter, a Friday starter, uh, and maybe someone to close it, and then two other guys maybe to come in, uh, you know, if somebody gets in trouble. Uh, but as far as the, you know, kind of somebody specializing in one inning, uh, maybe only in the closer row. There's not someone that's going to come in early in the game. Uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of like I've had a lot of questions about asking about shifting uh, our defense. And, you know, that's one thing. Of course, I know it's going to be outlawed next year in Major League Baseball. Uh, but the data that we get, the uh, amount of information that we get on teams we're playing is so small uh, I mean, we may have a total of eight of bats on one kid, say their sophomore year, then eight more bats their junior year. Uh, we don't shift a lot. Uh, we, we will shift according to counts. But as far as the specialization and difference of high school, uh, as far as that's concerned, and having a guy come in and pitch for one inning, uh, you rarely see that in high school baseball. This is your 16th year, isn't it? Well. As head coach, is that right? Uh, and I think, well, I don't think, I know, this will be the start of my 13th year as the head baseball coach. Okay. Uh, and I believe, because I get confused sometimes, but I believe it's my 19th year at Texas High. Uh, because my 15th year, they were having, every five years, they give you an award for five years, and they recognize you. And uh, you brother, year, you? I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah. And uh, they said, John McClure. I said, dang, I didn't realize I've been here 15 years. You got number one. <laughs> yeah, this is my start. Yeah, this yeah. is my start of 13th year as a head coach and 19th year uh, being here at Texas High. Yeah. Mm. Now, the, the the one kid you got back who's going to be on the diamond that was that was out there last year is, is just a sophomore, Jacob Yowell, who kind of had, I, I thought, a, an amazingly good freshman year. Uh, I think was newcomer of the year in the district. Uh, is Are we putting a little pressure on Jacob? to You're going to have to step up here, and I'm going to ask you to do a bunch of stuff this year. Well, Jacob's the kind of guy, he's uh, very level-headed. He always gives us a chance to win. He always has productive at-bats, plays well as defense. Uh, But what he'll probably – he played third base, started every game for us last year at third base. Uh, About halfway through, he started hitting leadoff. Uh, But he'll probably somewhere in the middle, uh, either shortstop or second base, depending on our situation. But uh, he's one of those guys that's kind of a rare freshman that come through – uh, any situation, it never seemed to bother him. Uh, there wasn't a moment that was too big. Uh, and he's kind of an even kill guy. He's a steady guy. And he's one that's going to, of course, be here for us this year and two more, two more years after that. So we're definitely excited about him, and uh, we expect a lot of big things out of him. Uh, but he's going to do his job, and he's kind of one of those guys who brings his lunch pail to work, and he's going to work hard every day. John McClure joining us with a coaching staff. I think the whole 13 years, have you three all been together, you and Vince and, uh, and Minnie? We have, and it's been uh, it's been great. You know, we get on each other's nerves sometimes, uh, but at the same time, I don't have a sheet of list of duties or we need to do this. Everybody kind of knows their roles uh, as far as the coaching aspect of it, as far as working on the field, uh, who does what in practice. Uh, just kind of like we show up to practice, and of course we send the practice plan around in the morning, and everything runs smooth. There's not a lot of hey, I need you to do this, don't do that, uh, and you know I'll, I'll I'll send out lineups to them. I'll uh, ask them their, you know, what's their opinion on this guy? What's do you think we ought to start this guy pitching? Or and they offer their opinions, and sometimes I listen to them, sometimes I don't. But it's been uh, it's it's been good to have those two guys with me. Uh, for that long and you guys are getting off the ground now Saturday morning this is kind of a cool deal 
you're getting a chance to uh, basically be the, uh, the, I guess, the first game on the new turf field out at Hooks. Talk to us a little bit about how this happened and, and how you got this opponent to come in for a scrimmage. Yeah, we're very, very grateful uh, for Hooks, Coach Hike, uh, Coach Birdwell. We've been in conversation with those guys since this last weekend. Uh, we'll be scrimmaging uh, Captain Tree, and we tried to get, uh, we tried to find someone halfway. We tried Marshall, we tried Longview, we even tried Tatum, uh, and things just didn't work out. So uh, I called Coach Birdwell actually last Saturday, and he said, I'm good with it. Talked to Coach Height. Uh, I know they're having a really big deal. Uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock, you know, throughout the afternoon, there's a slot available in the evening, and there's a slot available in the morning. So I talked to the coach at Captain Shreve, uh, uh, Todd Sharp, and they always have a really good ball club, and they have an event at their school Saturday night. So our option was uh, to play early. And I told him, hey, all you got to do is come here. I have 10 minutes past Texarkana. It's easy on, easy off, 530. Uh, so we both agreed to that. So we're going to take care of the umpires, and we're going to feed those guys after the game. So we're excited about it and very grateful for Hooks allowing us to play there. So for folks who are Texas High fans, you want a chance to see the Tigers for the first time, get up a little early, head over there on Saturday morning. It's The field's going to be playable no matter what. There's no mud. There's no water. You're on the turf. And uh, really got a, a really nice facility out in Hooks. This should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, the guy from uh, Shreveport, from Captain Shreve, uh, we were talking about turf fields, and I think uh, Shreveport Bossier area, uh, LSUS, they just got turf. Uh, Centenary has turf in the infield. And other than that, as big a city as Shreveport is in Bossier, they only have two turf fields. So, uh, like I said, we, we tried other fields, kind of meet somewhere around I-20, and uh, for whatever reason, we couldn't make that work. So, we made it work at Hooks on Saturday at 9 o'clock. Well, but if we have this conversation next year, we're going to be talking about playing on your turf field, right? I hope so. You know, it's, uh, you know, probably this week, honestly, uh, even if you did have turf, it would be tough to go outside because it kind of rained constantly and the temperatures were uh, around 35. But what you're looking at, uh, kind of my aspect on turf, is next week. Uh, we play Evangel next week. Uh, at Evangel, and I'm, they got as much rain as we did, and I'm not 100% sure that we could play here, uh, but I believe the forecast is maybe for dry weather on Monday and Tuesday, so if we did have turf, there's no question that we could play either next Monday or next Tuesday, but uh, with the situation uh, that you're worried about, like I said, with the turf field is what you're going to do in the future. Uh, you don't have to make game changes. You don't have to change an email uh, for your ninth grade or JV or whatever it is, but it kind of cleans everything up for your upcoming games as long as it's not supposed to rain. And I think that's the really benefit of having turf. Coach, I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm getting baseball fever. That's good. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready that's for some here. So you got to you got to ask what's the cure? If you got baseball fever, what's the cure? You need to get out and watch some baseball. There you Come go. Over at 9 o'clock at Hook. Right. Alumni game. All right. Well, we can't stay out for an alumni game. we got to call some Tamu T basketball that afternoon. But maybe 9 o'clock in the All morning, right. we'll be out there watching you guys. That'll be great. Come on. Perfect. John McClure, thanks a lot. Appreciate you spending a couple minutes with us. Enjoy the rest of the night off. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. You bet. Always. Coach John McClure, Texas High Tigers. We'll take a break. Quick timeout. We're coming right back. Last segment. You're on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. Hey, y'all. I was looking local first. We're making... Welcome back. Got a couple of minutes left before we jump out of here for today. Tomorrow on Kirk and Company. I bet he'll be talking some Texas High Baseball. Oh, my gosh. I bet I know he'll be Saturday morning at 9. He'll be there Saturday night or Friday night at 9 <laughs> waiting for Saturday morning at 9. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Nobody's in the gate before Billy. He's not playing anymore. He's retired. So, Billy, I don't see Billy there before 830 in the morning. Really? Yeah. Uh, We'll take the over-under on that one, and I'm betting earlier. (laughs) Um, Weird dynamic. Oh, by the way, before I do that, uh, big game tonight uh, out of town. Uh, Tamu T's guys in particular are going to be taking on uh, LSU Shreveport tonight. I think they're 7.30 tip-off time. What do they call that, the dock over there? Yeah, they are uh, basically playing for first place in the Red River Athletic Conference. They have their final home game Saturday. If you are a fan of either the Eagles or Texarkana programs or Connor Olette, who's going to play his finals uh, home game here in Texarkana on Saturday at 4 o'clock. You may want to come by Saturday and check out the Eagles because uh, this is kind of cool and historic, and it's senior day and all that, and uh, we're kind of rooting them on. I texted Ryan Wall a little bit earlier, and uh, we're looking at the women's game. The women are already up. That's a good basketball team, that yeah. women's team. They're up 22-12 to 12 early in that game. So, uh, But the men are coming up later on tonight. You can check their thing on Facebook, and uh, the Eagles will have the link to probably the uh, Shreveport broadcast. Uh, we're dynamic. I started to say last minute or so. Giants today, New York Giants players, really kind of talking weird. Yeah, I don't know how they got out of their lane. Kind of talking about Siri, Coach Sirianni, and all he's got to do is stay out of the way. They built such a talented roster, and, and as long as they don't screw it up, it's a player's league, and it's a player's game, and the coaches just need to let these guys do what they do. And and uh, the guy for the Giants like, I hate this. They're so good right now, blah, blah. Here's the weird part of the dynamic I'm struggling to figure out. The Empire State Building folks said if the Eagles win the Super Bowl a week from Sunday, they're going to light the Empire State Building green again. Well, I don't get that. What I don't get is you're telling me that they're better than you? Oh, yeah. And if I'm Sirianni, I'm saying, man, I I just hate that the Giants coach has it so tough. Yeah. His team's not very good. Because <laughs> they're a bunch of whiny babies. And they has no talent, apparently. I, I've never seen, when I saw that come across the Mothership's headlines, I clicked on that and I thought, well, that's ridiculous. It is. But how in the, why are they turning the Empire State Building green again? Well, I don't, I didn't understand why they did it last No, I don't week. either. Yeah. Other than envy. <laughs> That may be it. (laughs) And that's where we'll end this presentation. Hey, we want to thank Matt Riddle. Who's not envious of Matt Riddle? Yeah. For joining us in studio first half of the show, John McClure. Who's not envious of John McClure? Second half of the show, we're done for the week calling uh, the uh, 5 o'clock broadcast tomorrow, 8 o'clock, or 7 o'clock rather. Kirk and Company, Billy Lavender. You guys take care.